Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Yay. I'm so happy you decided to click play and listen to today's episode. I was thinking because, you know, one of the things I do is I support women. I mean, really, I support you so much with your mindset, with reprogramming your mindset and just really setting yourself up to have the life relationships, the business, the career of your dreams. And I was thinking, you know, as I am about to open the doors and open the doors, meaning start this final round of fall in love for 2021, I was thinking about the fact that I'm in an incredible relationship with my soulmate and that we've been together for over two years. And I was like, I should reverse engineer everything that I did to get to the place where I attracted this relationship you know, I, I wanted to take this from a different angle and really give you the inside look on what I did to actually prepare myself for this relationship, because I didn't just wake up to my soulmate. I didn't just one day, you know, get super caught off guard and ran into him. There was deliberate preparation on my end. And it's not like I knew like, oh, okay, Valerie on March you know, 18th, 2019, you're going to meet your soulmate. So start preparing. I had to prepare with faith and with knowing that it was on its way and coming and that I didn't have a guarantee of when or how or who, and that actually didn't matter. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you exactly how I prepared for Ryan, my partner, without even knowing him, without having any, you know, set plan or anything, because you really can't plan this. And that's the thing I want to land is that you can prepare, but it's not about planning. So the first thing that I want to touch on is, and if you've been in my world for a minute, you maybe have heard me sub- say this. I don't believe in it comes when you least expect it. Because when you live from the context of, oh, it's going to come when I least expect it, you're, you're waiting to be surprised. You're waiting for luck to come in. You're waiting for a coincidence to happen. And I really don't believe in coincidences and I don't believe in luck. I believe we create our own luck. I believe that we become a magnet for opportunities based on the choices we make, based on the mindset we have, the thoughts we think, the feelings we feel. And so I believe that we can be deliberately planning and creating our desires long before they even show up. And I think it can be taken to an extreme when people are like, oh, I'll come when I least expect it. So I'm just going to keep, you know, ignoring my healing. I'm going to just, you know, continue to have all these negative thoughts. I'm going to just not love myself. And then when I least expect it, my Prince Charming is going to show up. And the reason why this thought process is dangerous is because you're going to attract what you're an energetic match for. And so notice if you've ever been in a place in your life where you didn't feel good about yourself, or you were really disconnected from yourself, 
you probably had friends in your life, possibly even a romantic interest who reflected that back to you. I know for me, when I was outsourcing my worth, when I thought that someone needed to validate my worthiness and I didn't believe that I was worthy on my own, I reflect that was reflected back to me in the people who were in my life. And I was a match for feeling really anxious in the dating world. I was a match for feeling really anxious by attracting emotionally unavailable partners and just feeling unsure and unstable 24 seven. I was a match for that when I would attract avoidant men who would make me feel literally crazy for wanting more or asking them to show up more, putting in effort. I was a match for that because I was emotionally unavailable to myself. So I'm going to share with you today exactly what I did very deliberately to get to the place where Ryan did walk in my life in a way that I never could have planned, but I expected him. I expected because of the work I had done, because of how much I loved myself, I expected my dream partner to come. And this is a really beautiful place for you to get to. And this is often the place that my clients get to, especially if they do fall in love by the end of the program, you are feeling you, you are in the expectation of attracting your dream partner. And that feels really good because for a lot of women, there's question on if it's possible, is he out there? Is this possible for me? And so getting to that place where you're like, okay, it's just a matter of when, not if that's very freeing. That's very beautiful. So the very first thing that I did is I wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what I wanted. So it wasn't enough to just have a list. It wasn't enough to just want a partner. I had to really deeply get in touch with my desires. I had to visualize the future version of me with my dream partner. I had to visualize the lifestyle that I wanted, how I wanted our relationship to be, how I wanted him to show up in conflict, how I wanted to be loved. I had to really know those things first. So what that looked like for me was getting really clear on compatibility and what I want, but I really had to take ownership of my desires and my desires at the time were to have my own successful coaching business, which today I have. And, you know, I have been constantly pursuing that and, you know, doing that ever since the desire was there, I moved right away toward it. And I knew that I wasn't going to slow down. I was only going to become more successful, have more clients, become wealthier. So I needed to think about as I'm going to go up that trajectory of growth, how is my partner going to fit in that? What is that going to look like? Is he going to have his own business? Is he, how is he going to contribute to my success, right? Is he going to be there cheering me on? Is he going to be there supporting me? Is he someone who can maybe give me business advice? I really had to think of those things, but the most important thing you want to think about is how do you want to feel? And when you know how you want to feel, that's actually going to be the compass for so much for you, because when you know how you desire to feel, it, it really doesn't matter so much of their features or what they do or how this person is, because you want to focus on you and how you feel supported, how you feel safe. For me, the number one thing was I wanted to feel safe in a relationship. Every relationship I had previously been in, I felt unsafe. And that unsafety felt like, oh my gosh, does he still like me today? Is he going to break up with me? 
Does he want to marry me? Does he see a future with me? Oh my gosh, he's, he's pulling back. Does that mean that he doesn't want to be together anymore? Oh my gosh, he hasn't texted me. Does that mean that he is thinking of dumping me? Those were thoughts I had literally every day in one of my past relationships. And so I knew from that polarizing experience of feeling unsafe that I was only going to be a match for feeling safe in a relationship, which I had to decide to feel safe within myself. The next thing that I needed to do to really prepare for my soulmate was to rewire my mindset. So up until that point, I was programmed for disappointment. I was programmed to think, okay, it's going to be good for a small amount of time. And then the guy will get to know the real you. And then he may not want to be with you anymore because that was what I had experienced in my past relationships. It was like, they treated me so great in the beginning. I felt really special. And then the more they got to know me, the deeper we got, it seemed like the interest went down. And so the belief that I created from that experience was it's not going to last forever you know, every single day, you're going to have to like, get them to like you again. It's going to be a lot of work. And my mindset truly was programmed to feel disappointed, to feel not enough, to feel worried, to feel anxious. And to do this, I really had to change my stories around love because that was the story I was playing out was that, you know, you're enough until you're not. And so when I believe that, why would I want to take action and start dating? Why would I want to open up my heart? And I really, this is when I really had my walls up. So I knew that I had to change my thoughts. I had to change my belief system. I had to completely shake up and tear down the foundation I had built and sworn on and create a new one. And this took time and this took repetition and this is the inner work. And this is the part you cannot skip. So rewiring my mindset and having really strong practices, learning tools and consistently checking in with myself and moving through these tools that really took me far. And that helped me create a strong foundation for love and for a healthy relationship, because I got to a point where I believed I'm worthy. Any guys lucky to be with me? Oh my gosh. I'm about to get swooped off my feet. Who's it going to be? you know, wow, guys want to be with me. I only attract high quality men. Like after doing the inner work, that's how I truly felt every day. And I was so magnetizing to men. Like every day it was like a guy was, would stop me and ask for my number or someone from high school would message me on Facebook and say, Hey, I was thinking of you. Are you single right now? You know, I was making eye contact with so many guys. I was getting a lot of on dating apps, guys who were super high quality asking me out. And this was all because I committed to doing the inner work, which is what I'm so passionate about. If you know me, you know, I talk about it all the time. So I had to rewire my, my mindset and change my stories around love. Next, I needed to take responsibility for my healing. And this is really big because if you're like me, You probably have had painful experiences in your life. People have hurt you. People have betrayed your trust. People have lied to you. People have said that they're going to be there for you. You guys are going to be together forever. And then you're not, maybe you've been cheated on. You've been led on. You've been gaslit. 
you've been hurt. I get it. And I've been all those things. And the thing that I did that I believe was a very big contributing factor to why I was single for three years in my late twenties, when I didn't want to be, when I was trying not to be is because I was not taking responsibility for my healing until I did. So not taking responsibility looks like wanting other people to pay for the things they did and the way they hurt you. When you have this mindset, you're going to spend your whole life waiting for an apology that you're probably never going to get. And so taking responsibility for your healing looks like this person really hurt me. This person betrayed me and I'm so angry and I'm so hurt and they broke my heart and they don't get to have my power. I have my power. So I'm going to move on, even though I'm not going to get an apology, even though they're not going to tell me the words I want to hear. This is so big because when you decide to take responsibility for your healing, it's not like you're letting them off the hook for what they did and, oh, it's no big deal, but it's about moving on and losing the energy behind the hurt, behind the event, being able to really move forward and trust and open your heart. And so what I did was I held a lot of anger for one of my exes and I used that anger. I didn't want him to be happy. And I would think about him all the time, years after we broke up and I'd be like, I hope something bad's happening to him. I hope his business goes under. I hope he loses everything because he had hurt me and he wasn't going to apologize and he never has, and he never will. And you know what? He doesn't need to, because he doesn't have my power. I do. And so when you decide that you deserve freedom, that's when you take responsibility for your healing and you get to do the work to release this, to forgive. Forgiveness is so huge. And this is such a monumental part of my programs. As I teach my clients, you forgive, you, you need to forgive every day. You forgive others, you forgive your parents, you forgive abusers, you forgive your exes, you forgive friends, you forgive that boy in the sixth grade who made fun of you and embarrassed you. Most importantly, you forgive yourself because you're the one who deserves freedom. And it's not letting people off the hook or saying, oh, what you did is okay, but it's you taking your power back. This was probably the biggest shift the biggest shift because all that energy I was holding on to ruminating, thinking about the past, feeling anger, replaying events, hoping bad things were happening to the people who had hurt me. That was energy that was taking up space in my body. And I could not attract a healthy relationship from that energy. There was no room for it to come in on an energetic level. So That is huge. Taking responsibility for your healing. And this was a huge shift for me. Next thing I did is I needed to make loving myself and my life, my number one top priority. That was the most important thing above dating, above friends. I needed to make sure that I was wildly in love with myself and that the life I was creating was a life that I was blown away by. There are women I work with, and I've heard this, and I thought this way for a little bit too, is that 
there are things I want to do with a partner and I can't do them until that person comes into my life. Maybe traveling, maybe trying out a fancy restaurant, maybe going on an adventure. You're like, well, you know, I can only do this with a partner and I don't have a partner. That is BS. You get to experience those things, knowing that your person will join you later on. You can go back to the restaurant. You can travel a different part. You can go somewhere else. You get to live your life and enjoy it and become so in love with it and so in love with yourself. And that attitude, that energy is infectious and it's magnetic. And that will draw in a potential partner. Seeing you so obsessed with your life and in love with your life and in this energy of like, yeah, you can come and join or you cannot come and join. Either way, I'm having fun over here. That is so magnetic on so many levels. So making loving myself and creating a life that was really full and fulfilling was so important because basically at that point, I didn't even notice. I was like, well, life is really, really good. So I'm holding, you know, I know that it has the capacity to be better, but nothing's missing. I just know that there can be more. And when you live in the context of something's missing, there's a missing piece. My partner's not here. You're always going to feel that way. So making myself and my self-worth and my thoughts and just really being in love with myself, my number one priority, everything just started becoming easier and life got really, really good. The next thing I really needed is I needed to have support. So I don't know what I don't know, and you don't know what you don't know. So we can read the books. We can, you know, get the tips. We can save the motivational quotes, but at the end of the day, you need support outside of you. And it needs to be someone that you trust. How often have you been thinking one way about something and then you share it with someone in your life and they offer you a different perspective or a different way to think about it. And you're like, Oh, they're right. Wow. And it's like, when you don't share, you can really sit in your S H I T (laughs) and, you know, ruminate and be in a thought spiral. So for me, what that looked like was I hired a love coach and I worked with a love coach for six months. And the ironic part is I thought, Oh, this woman, you know, this woman's going to help me attract a partner. And while she did, while that did happen, it was so much deeper than that. Most of the work we did had nothing to do with my future partner. It had everything to do with me. And there were things that I personally needed to work through, like everything I shared with you, you know, forgiveness, really understanding what was in my way, the stories I was telling and to have someone hold that space for me to guide me, someone I trusted. Then when I had support from that one person, and it's not like she was the only, but she was the main, because when you don't have a solid support system, or you don't have that solid person or people you can trust, you may end up asking a lot of people for their opinions. And then you feel overwhelmed, or you may feel conflicted. Like you may get advice from someone and you're like, well, she, you know, she's in actually a toxic relationship. So why should I be listening to her? And it can have you really doubt your own intuition and support and having a good coach is that you're going to be led back to you. 
So my love coach at the time who I worked with in 2018, it's not like she gave me all these answers. I had the answers, but she led me there. She gave me incredible work. She taught me incredible tools that I was constantly using with myself to create the relationship of my dreams with myself and be able to move myself through this process. The next thing that I needed to attract my dream partner was I needed accountability. I needed someone to check in with. I needed people to keep me on track and I needed someone where I could be like, Hey, I'm, I want to give up right now. I'm feeling really defeated and have someone hold that space for me and to have people who are there to cheer you on and really to hold you accountable to your dreams and not motivate you, but remind you of who you are and, you know, have people to check in with. And that's really what coaching has done for me. I've been working with a coach, all different types of coaches since 2018. Like I've never not worked with a coach. I've worked with coaches for business, for mindset, for love, energy. I have a financial coach. Like I really believe in coaching and that accountability, literally paying someone to support you in a certain area. You're like, oh, I'm going to show up for this investment. Or, you know, I have three months with this person. I'm going to ask her the questions. I'm going to have her, you know, help me and guide me. That was really huge. And I needed accountability because I didn't have accountability. And once I got accountability, everything changed. And so it, it, you know, and it's not that they motivated me, maybe some moments I was down and I needed inspiration and to be reminded of who I am and what I'm worthy of. But accountability is so huge because at the end of the day, you're the one going to sleep at night saying, you know, I wish I had this. I want this. Why isn't this here yet? Your friends, your family, they love you so much and they sleep fine at night whether or not you signed on to a dating app, whether or not you went on a date, whether or not you're dating, they want the best for you, but you're the one who feels the pain of staying in the same place. You're the one who feels the regret of, gosh, I could have done more. And so with accountability, you're able to stay on track. And the next really huge thing that I needed was I needed my spiritual connection and I needed to really know that there was something bigger than me guiding me every rejection, every bad date. Every time a guy said, let's grab drinks on Wednesday. And then Wednesday came around, he never confirmed. And I thought I had a date and then I did not I had to have a really deep relationship with spirit with the universe with god to know that things were happening for a reason and being sorted out on my behalf and i i needed to trust and really have that relationship like okay you're teaching me a lesson got it this person isn't for me thank you for showing me that before i even had to spend time with them on a date this is great really being able to lean into that trust and that connection it's still something that i work on every single day and that was what I really, you know, needed as I was in this process of attracting my dream partner. So these were all the things I was doing. I was being, I was embodying and Ryan really like very effortlessly came into my life and completely pursued me. I was not expecting to be pursued by him at all. I wasn't trying, I wasn't, you know, 
calculated about it. It was like, I was fine either way. I was happy either way. I was dating other people. I was enjoying my life. I had so much going on. I wasn't too busy because I knew that I got to create space to date and, you know, meet new people, but I was doing these things and my life felt full. I loved myself so much. I felt healed. I felt responsible for my emotions and I was in a really good place and he came in and it happened fast, happened fast. And I was never confused. There weren't mixed signals. There weren't inconsistencies. It was like, oh, this man is pursuing me and he's serious and he wants to commit to me. And this is what I want for you. And this is what I see possible for you. And so I'm really excited because the final round of fall in love is kicking off officially kicking off this month, September. And this is the very last round of 2021. And I actually don't have a date set for 2022. So you know, future rounds are not guaranteed. What I will say is that this is my signature group coaching program for single women who want to attract their dream partner and they really want to do it in a healthy way. So they want to make sure that they're prioritizing their healing, that they're really reprogramming their mindset. They have strong rituals set up. They're really coming from this space of self-love. They are feeling empowered in dating. They have a strong, strong support system and they're able to you know, have me in their corner for three whole months. Like that is, you are so supportive for three months. And so we are going to be kicking off this month, September. If you feel called, I have the link in the show notes for you to fill out an application, or you can send me a DM spaces are limited. You do receive unlimited support from me for three whole months, 12 weeks. So I can only take a certain amount of women at one time. So if you are curious, go ahead and click on the link in the show notes, learn all about it. And you can also send me a DM. I hope you love today's episode. Please DM me if anything resonated with you. If this episode made you feel good, made you feel a certain way, send me a DM at the mindful babe on Instagram. I would love to hear from you and just hear how this episode resonated with you. I love you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the mindful babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the mindful babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going. And I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.